Hello, this is Peter Jonathan Robertson with the 44th episode of the PJ Archive. It's a phone interview I did with the hugely popular and multi-talented American singer and actor Meat Loaf. He starred in the stage musicals Hair and the Rocky Horror Show, movies including Wayne's World, Spice World and Fight Club. He featured in countless TV shows and he performed sell-out tours of the world thanks to his big rock hit records like Bat Out of Hell, Dead Ringer for Love and You Took the Words Right Out of My Mouth. Meatloaf sadly died in 2022 at the age of 74. This interview took place in 2003 when he was promoting his eighth studio album Couldn't Have Said It Better. What a fun and feisty interviewee he proved to be. You're originally from Dallas, Texas, aren't you? Yeah, but I haven't lived in Texas since 1967. But I'd love to know, what's your theory on the JFK assassination? Oh, well, it definitely wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. Really? Why? Um, just, uh, just not my theory. I just know things. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Could you tell us a bit more? Uh, no. Oh. Because <laughs> I've been threatened, so i just be quiet. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Were you in Dallas at the time? Oh, yeah. So did you see it? I didn't see that. I was at the hospital when he got there. Really? Mm-hmm. Can you tell us anything about that? Yeah, it was freaky. Why? Because we couldn't leave for hours. It was very, very strange. But you once, years ago, worked on the musical Hair, known for people, all the cast getting their kit off. Did you have to do that? No, I refused. Did you? Why? Because you, you made an extra $12 if you did that, and I didn't want to. Why didn't you want to? Because it wasn't interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been asked two cents for a magazine or anything? No. Something you wouldn't do. You want to sell magazines? <laughs> Your track, Bat Out of Hell, was recently, just last week, declared the song that people are most likely to crash their cars to. How do you feel about that? <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> that's, that's what I think. I think, first of all, that they even had some kind of analogy or analysis or poll on that is even hysterical. Uh, you know, that makes your plants grow bigger and it causes you to crash cars more. That's perfect. I love that. So when your car crashes, you can go home and plant some plants and watch them grow. <laughs> Do you drive to it yourself? I li- that's been one of the two albums I listen to that I've made. It doesn't make me drive faster. How do you actually feel about bats themselves, by the way? Oh, I don't want one in my head. I don't want to be around them. No, I think they're, they're probably good for the environment. They eat lots of insects and things, and they serve a purpose so they wouldn't be here. But not necessarily, uh, you know, I'm not going to chum up with one. Alice Cooper used to take one on stage and then bite the head off. No, of that was Ozzy Osbourne. But he, he thought he was biting the head off a rubber bat. That's what he used to do, and somebody threw an accidentally threw a real bat. He picked it up, bit the head off of it, realized it, and then had to have rabies shots. Oh. It was a total accident. Right. He didn't do it on purpose. So you've never done thing like shocking like that on stage? No. No, no. I needed it Ozzy Osbourne because he thought he was biting a rubber one. Because of your name, do you have you always been sent the food meatloaf? And, and uh, what do you think? early on, when we first started, they used to do all this meatloaf stuff, but they stopped doing that now. Do you actually like the taste of it? Well, it depends on how you make it. It depends on who's cooking it. Do you cook it? You can have some... No. You can have good meatloaf, and you can have really disgusting meatloaf. 
It's like cooking anything. You know, you can have really good pasta and really sucky pasta. Somebody can cook a steak that knows how, and it's great. And some people, it's like shepherd's pie. You can hit, you know, if somebody really knows how to cook it, it's really good. I'm sure it could be disgusting from some people. You've sung quite a few songs about cars and driving. How obsessed with them are you? I'm not obsessed with any of them. No? No, I don't know anything about them other than they, you put the key in, you start it, and you drive. Have you got quite a few of your own, though? I have one. Do you? Just the one? Yeah. What do you have? A Mercedes. Is it Jim Steinman who's got the thing on cars, then? Well, Jim Steinman has never owned a car in his life. Really? No. So, so why does he, why have he put together so many songs about cars, then? Because if you just observe life, cars are a major part of life. Indeed, yeah. yeah but, okay. See, now you're asking a question about this. And it's like any time anybody writes a song just on his personal experiences or any time you ever hear an actor say, oh, I drew from my personal experiences, that is a very shallow pool you're mm -hmm. drawing from. If you observe the world and you draw from all aspects of the world, you're drawing from an ocean. So just because Jim doesn't own a car, Jim doesn't have a driver's license, Jim has never driven a car, doesn't mean that he can't observe people and their attitudes towards them and write about them. That's it, because the car is a major part of the world, and what goes on in a car, especially if you're in L.A. or someplace like that, you spend your eternity in a car. <laughs> and, you know, anything that can happen anywhere happens in a car. You've uh, worked with some fantastic people. Um, can you possibly give us some fun stories about any of the, of the following that you've worked with, like Cher, for instance? You got any nice fun story yeah, about what? Cher was not wearing underwear when we did the when we did the video, but I didn't know it till the very end. <laughs> How come you got to know about it? Uh, because I noticed it when I helped her off the bar at the end of the day. Right. And I just went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> How did she look then? Cher looks great. She still does. Yeah, are you still friends with her? Yeah, you know what? When you when you work that close to somebody, you always it's like I don't. I don't see her, but there's this friendship that will always exist between the two of us. And you can tell from her side of, she said the same thing in an interview. Just I said it, and then somebody said, oh, we were just interviewed her two weeks ago, and she said the same thing. There's this friendship from that, that working together. That mm. It's a bonding kind of thing. Even though we don't talk to each other, we don't go out to dinner, that kind of thing. Whenever we see each other, it's like it's a lasting kind of friendship that is, that's always there and a respect for each other. What about the Spice Girls? What are your memories of them? Oh, I think they were great. I met them before you ever knew they existed. I loved their fieriness. Mm -hmm. I loved their spunk. Their film wasn't terribly well received. How did you feel about that? I never saw the movie. Did you not? No. Do you have any I memories? I didn't even know it wasn't well received. I don't have a clue. All right, okay. I've done 44 films. This yeah. I don't even count Spice World as one of them. Oh, really? Why not? Because I've done, I've done really legitimate things. The Spice World is, that's not a film. <laughs> Why not? That's a video. Oh, okay. <laughs> a film is Fight Club. A film is Crazy in Alabama. Mm. A film is Focus, Arthur Miller movie. A film is one I just did, Hole in One. You know, that's a film. Raging mm -hmm. Bull is a film. Taxi Driver, okay. Godfather. Point taken. Um, t talking of Fight Club, tell us about Brad Pitt. Any nice story about him? Oh, Brad's wonderful. Brad is the most down-to-earth, likable person you can ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And he is, you know, you got a $20 million franchise player who you would never know that 
you know, didn't make more than, you know, $5 an hour. But any fun story about working with him? No, yeah, it was just fun. I mean, hmm. I, there's, I mean, I don't know stories. He, he does a different thing on every movie, and this one he painted pictures on his trailer walls. So he was like a kid. It was great fun. What sort of pictures? Oh, God, I can't remember. What about Pavarotti? Because you worked with him once. Yes, I did. And what was he like? We don't want to talk about him. Do we not? No. Why not? We just don't. Oh, was it a bad experience? We, d we don't want to talk about him. <laughs> Moving on. In 1987, though, you took part in the notorious It's a Royal Knockout tournament. 86. With, yeah, oh, 86, sorry, with the Duchess of York. Yeah. What are your memories of that? Oh, it was unbelievable. They raised a lot of money for uh, charity. A lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of money. A charity event. I've never been with a charity event that raised that much money in four days for a single charity. And they kept expenses to a minimum. Most goods and services were completely donated. But what was it actually like taking part with the, with all the royal family oh, and so on? Oh, they were great. They were absolutely great. Edward was fantastic. Andrew was great. Sarah was great. Anne was a princess. She was exactly what you would think that a royal should be or or is. And But she was great. And everybody around... That was a really one of my favorite events of all time. Really? I know the, the queen probably didn't like it, uh, but I had more fun than you can possibly imagine at that. And did you have trouble with the etiquette on bowing and... and oh, I told them I wasn't doing that straight up. Really? Yeah. Sarah Ferguson called me meaty, and I said, if you're going to call me meaty, if you think for a second I'm calling you ma'am or your highness or anything, you're out of your mind. I said, so what am I going to call you? She goes, um, you can call me flower. So I spent the entire five days going, yo, flower, over here, babe. <laughs> and Andrew grabbed a hold of me, tried to push me into a moat, and I grabbed a hold of him and said, I'm royal, you can't touch me. I said, if you touch me and try to throw me into the water, I got news for you, you're going in with me, whether you think you can be touched or not. And his bodyguard just stood there and laughed. And then Edward, um, Edward just told me straight up, you know, hey, just, you're cool. Don't worry about any of this stuff. Oh, he got a very hard time over it. Well, people, you know what? They should have never given him a hard time. All they got to do is look what he did for the charity. They raised, in, in dollars, about $15 million. And you know what? Everybody should shut up, because that was the most important thing going on. In, in 1990, it was reported that you'd started a slim fast diet. What happened about that? I lost weight. How, how much did you lose? I lost 60 on that, 60 mm -hmm. pounds. The, the, I don't want to talk about that either. Oh, don't you? Okay. No, what? we don't talk about food. Okay. Um, you'll be touring the UK in November. What's been your most memorable on-stage incident? Oh, good Lord, I couldn't, I have no idea. The, the, the best was, it was a school, it was a handicapped school. Uh, blind students, mm -hmm. you know, all, oh, they came up and they sang. It was like, there was 50 of them, and I brought them up on stage in the middle of the show, and they sang their song that they wrote for Christmas mm -hmm. at Wembley, and we did it three nights or four nights in a row. And it made me cry every night. It was, oh. it was spectacular. It was They did a little dance, and they did sing, and, they, yeah. and then uh, we helped them sell their record, and oh, it was amazing. Do you have any unusual ambitions? Yeah, to be number one in the, in the fantasy sports game. <laughs> How satisfied are you with your career so far? Oh God, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything different. No, not a thing. 
What area has given you most satisfaction? The, the acting or the singing or? No, both. Both give you great um, satisfaction. Great, thank you. Hmm. And they both give you a great major headaches from time to time. Hmm. But you, but so does life. So you can't do anything but that. To what extent do you feel you've been given the credit that you deserve? Um, I have a motto that says, I don't care who gets the credit as long as the job gets done. And that's true, is it? Yeah. Right. What's the, what's the greatest tribute you've ever been paid? Oh, that's easy. Somebody mentions the Fight Club, I'm talking to them about it, and they go, you were in Fight Club? I go, yeah. And they go, what? And I tell them, and they go, oh, my God, you were. <laughs> That means that the meatloaf persona left. And any time anybody says that about a, a movie that I'm in, that's the biggest honor you can give me. Oh, good one. And uh, how would you like to be remembered after you're gone? Oh, somebody who gave everything he had. Yeah? All the time. What about, fail. what about as a person? I told you I was sick. 